Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And with me, of course, is my great partner. Great, partner. Great. great. Oh, something. Okay, yeah. let's just turn this way. Go ahead. So, welcome, everybody, to Hypnosis Everywhere. And... Martin Gover and I are both here today. You didn't hear the great part, so we have to say that yes. again. Yes, and I said, and welcome to my great co-host and partner, Martin Gover. The great part is well worth it. Uh, if none of, if any of you know me personally, you know I'm a bit of a person who sees all the big picture, and I get caught up in just doing everything because I can see the whole big picture. But for all, all the other people who look at detail and things, Martin makes sure that I come back to earth and tell everybody of the, the details. So we're going to have an interesting session, an interesting podcast this time. Lots of singing, dancing, adventure, excitement. <laughs> It'll be awesome. <laughs> we're going to kind of go through what a hypnosis session is from a client's point of view, all the ins and outs uh, of it. Especially a Simpson protocol. Yeah. Especially a deep estate yeah. from Simpson protocol. But it's going to be interesting also because Inez has just finished a four-day Simpson protocol training which in deep states, which means she's going in and out of hypnosis a lot. So she's going to be kind of spacey a little bit today. You yeah, may get messages to... from the beyond today. We don't know. <laughs> no. But Martin will have to mind sort of fill in the the holes. Yes. Right? Let's fill You're going to fill in the holes because okay. he is very cognizant of what needs to be done if I miss anything. So again, so, what, so what's a session like? So I'm a client, should I, shouldn't I? What's the side effects? How bad is it going to be? How good is it going to be? Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> So the first thing you will do mm -hmm. with a client yeah. well, first, is take the money. No, well, that might be what you do, actually, but it's not don't. what I do. It's not what the first thing I do. The first thing I do is actually talk to them, make sure that they like are on the phone or something. Yeah, like so they're ready. So they've I've sent them the pre-talk, which is the explanation of everything, and on email. And then after that, I'd like to talk to them before we both decide that it's time to do this session. Well. Actually, what you will typically do, though, is if a client uh, books a session or whatever, especially if it's online or just yeah. something, you will call them I and will say, always just want to talk to them first to make sure they're okay and I'm okay. Yeah, credit checks. And no, stuff. not that stuff. There he goes again. Because because hypnosis is done by the client. Yes. The work is done by the client. So you, you're open, seeing if they're open and yeah. willing. And see work. if they're really in the desire for change. Yeah. Because, because I need that desire to change because they're doing the work. If they have no desire to change, nothing's much going to happen, mm -hmm. is it? Right. So, and I want to know that they feel comfortable with me first because I need the rapport between both of us. Let's say if she really, or he, he or he got on the phone or, or Zoom, sometimes I talk to them on Zoom and they hate me or they don't. And I don't like them or something, then we really want to do it with someone else. And I'm telling you out there, just always get the right rapport with the right hypnotist and you'll do great work. Because hypnosis, um, I, I, you know, if you're used to going to a doctor, a medical office, a chiropractor, they do most of the work or the doctor gives you a pill or the chiropractor does all the work. Um, I, I typically in a chiropractor, ideally in a chiropractor's practice, you both work because you allow the work to happen. But anyway, yes. typically you expect the chiropractor in hypnosis. Be in charge. In, in charge. In a hypnosis session, it's a teamwork. Yeah. With the client doing most of the work and the heavy lifting with their mind, 
And but they have to trust that the hypnotist knows is, where is they're going to guide them correctly. So, in my style of hypnosis, I don't do anything. I don't make judgments. I don't tell them what to do. So I get them, but I have to be able to guide them to get those answers. And so a lot of times, I don't have to know a thing. Right. So we start with. Before they even come to the office, yes. the pre-taught videos, which tells them what? What does that Well, it tells them all the information. So the information is, first, I address what hypnosis really is. And many and of isn't. you, yeah, and isn't. And many of you have already heard that on the first um, show we did. Many of, many of them. Many of them now. But if you're brand new, you, I mean, I'll go through a little bit of it. But now just go to that first session, uh, the first show and listen to it. So we talk about what hypnosis is and it isn't. It isn't something that we control you and make you what to do, make you do what you need to do. And I need to know, um, many people will say, well, I've seen that guy cluck like a chicken or I, I, I never have, by the way, seen anybody cluck like a chicken, but that is usually what they say. Well, we could do a demo of that right now if you'd like. Do you want to be the clucker? No. No. <laughs> okay, then. All right. But many times... People want to say that because what they've got is their information is that they're not in control. They are tire, entirely in control. Now, I'm going to ask, I'm going to tell you something because a lot of people say, well, I've seen hypnotists do this on YouTube or do that on YouTube. People are present. They know. Uh, for instance, I think it was Tom Silver, and I, I respect Tom Silver. He's a good, good hypnotist. Great. Yeah, he really is. So, but... What people don't understand when they see someone go through that, it's just like on a stage show, in his mind, unless he is a natural killer or something, what he did was give him a gun and say, go shoot this person, oh. right? It was a sort of a skit, but then it was a wooden gun. Now, you got to understand that guy knows it's a wooden gun, so he'll go through with it. If it was a real gun, unless he's a natural born killer, because you well, don't change anybody's idea of who they are, right. then maybe he would shoot them. But it's just like, well... Because he's already there, if you know it. It's not against his morals. It's not that. But it, if he knows it's just a game and a wooden gun, which I'm thinking it was. I don't think there's too many killers going to get put on YouTube. <laughs> so I want you to understand that this is not because, oh, my God, look, we made him do what he Look what he did. It's also because it was a skit in his mind. It's a creation. And he says, oh, I got a wooden gun. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, um, as you say, a lot of stage show stuff is – for the people on the stage, not the hypnotist. Mm -hmm. It's fun. They go up there because they want to have fun, and here's an excuse to have fun. Yeah. Well, because my mind's doing it. It's not. It's sort of they're extroverts, but they need that little extra yeah. push just to have mm -hmm. fun. And people may think that that's just a setup job, but it isn't. Those people are allowed, and because they're using those other parts of their mind, their creativity can be astounding. Yeah, right. But back to that gun thing. Yeah. Uh, Elman. And, yeah. Dave Elman put person into quite deep state hypnosis. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if it's Esdale, yeah. it's quite no, deep. No, it was Esdale, yeah. And so to show people, uh, he's, people said, well, maybe he'll get stuck, because this is like a concept, he'll get stuck. It's like saying, I'll get stuck in sleep, or I'll get stuck in breathing. You know, it's natural. I hope he gets stuck in breathing. <laughs> You're not good. breathing. Hold your breath, see what happens, see how long you can do it. <laughs> so they started yelling, fire, 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 and the guy didn't do anything. And they said, see, see, he, he, he's stuck. And when he emerged, he, they said, well, why didn't you do anything when we yelled fire? I said, because there was no fire. I knew you guys were just joking. I'm, I'm not dead. I'm not in a coma. I can, I can hear I can everything. I know everything that's going on. And I'm just thinking, no, I'm not coming out for that. You guys are just this is too much fooling around. 
Anyway, so the pre-talk is to explain yeah. just any misconceptions. Yeah. So when the client comes, they're not going to be um, concerned or confused. They kind of know what's yeah. happening. So I do all that before. And it's, it's all part of getting the outcome. You understand? Because I need the person to be comfortable. I don't need them to know that they'll be a little maybe anxious because they're not used to doing this or anything. But they're essentially the fear is gone. Mm-hmm. So it's because, as you say, hypnosis is everywhere. Hypnosis is a natural state. Yeah. Um, if you didn't have conscious minds, A, you wouldn't need hypnosis because there wouldn't be trauma. <laughs> but you could just go do hypnosis anytime with everybody. But the conscious is the little protection there. Yes. It's like, like you say, the little dog that protects the, yeah. the his master or mistress and just stands there. Your job in, in the pre-talk is to calm the dog down and say, yeah. look, it's going to be okay. And they can get those pre-talks on our site. Which one is it? Uh, Simpson protocol, uh, NSSimpson.com. Yeah. If you want to have an idea of it. Like yeah, so you can listen to the whole thing. But ultimately, when people, I want them to watch it on video before they even come. Then when I do the intake with them, which is finding out what they want and all that kind of stuff, then I can see that they've taken it because it's a prerequisite for me that they watch those because I don't want to work with someone who's going to say, I'm not even invested in my own change. If they can't watch that 10, 15 minutes of video to make sure they know what's happening, they're not an invested person. It'll tell me they're not going to be really helping out to get where they need to go. They still want to be fixed by a, a, a magic wand. And to tell it, and it's also to tell a client what's expected of them. Yeah. Nothing. And <laughs> that they will hear everything. So, yeah. And, expect it and don't expect the conscious not to be chattering. It's just. It's the mechanism it's going to be watching to stay safe, especially per session. They're not going to go like home and suddenly everything is gone. I'm a zombie. People, please wave that wand and fix me. That's not what it's about. That they need to be there, but they'll still be chattering. And I wonder what she's doing now. Am I doing it right? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's another thing that the, in the self-hypnosis, uh, the pre-talk and when you talk to the client in the room mm -hmm. is... You can't do anything wrong because yeah. your mind is going to be doing all the okay. correct things. There's, yeah. not, there's no, uh, is my blood pressure right? Is, you know, am I going to pass the <laughs> blood pressure test and all that? There is no blood pressure. There is no. Just, we don't have white coat sim syndrome in right. here, but we have fear of the unknown here. So they come in and maybe a quick debrief of mm -hmm. the situation, but you don't require a lot. Because, I don't require a lot. Because it's, that would be the conscious mind talking, and we're mm. not going to deal with that. That's right. It's we're a, not dealing with the conscious at all. subconscious problem, because otherwise they'd have fixed it. That's right. I love Bob Burns. Go back to one of his programs if you want. But he always says, um, you know, it, when the client comes in, he says, asks them first if they have their manual with them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then he says, well, you know, if it had been a conscious problem, you would have consciously picked it long ago. So, you know, you have a subconscious problem and that's why you're here. You can't, you you can't know. use the same thought process to change something no. that got you there in the first place. <laughs> that's right. So then they come in and no matter what they say, you're dealing with their reality. Mm -hmm. There is no real or in, in this yeah. because it's a mind thing. Yeah. So if they came in and they said, uh, we saw a UFO, I got transported or I... Uh, or I went and I had Bigfoot was there and I'm terrified of Bigfoot now and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm being kind of funny because I'm putting it on the way in. 
and way and thing. It wouldn't matter if it's real or imagined by the client. It doesn't matter. It's always treated as their reality. Because it's the emotion. Because it's the emotion behind all that, the fear and all that kind of stuff that needs to be addressed. We will explain that after the break and show pictures of Bigfoot. <laughs> sort of a break. <laughs> Come to the break. Yeah, see you on the other side. Thanks. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. This everywhere, and we're just going to continue our dialogue here. But I was talking about um, what was I talking about? No, before I wasn't I yet. No anyway, I was. I, we were saying what we needed to talk about was the person's reality. Right. So um, that's what we always do. So what I need to know from a client is very little. Now, when I'm working with people who have what is considered PTSD, and I want to put aside about that because I think I'd like to keep throw the D out. It's post traumatic stress. It's not a disorder. It's not a disorder. It's not a disorder. It's a natural thing because you are have had trauma. And I consider everything, any trauma, PTS, no D. It's a natural reaction. It's a natural reaction to trauma. So when we work with people like that, they lots of times they don't want to tell you things because they've had horrific scenes or experiences. 
And they don't like to put that on other people. They also don't really want to relive them again. They don't want to roll in it. And, but they do every day because they have flashbacks and they have all that so, stuff. So what we do is we get into just asking their mind to address it. And I don't need to know anything about it at all. Now, is it true? I'm just thinking about this from movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you, they'll come to you with the symptoms. Yes. I'm frightened of this, or I have to mm. do this, or my stomach is upset when this mm. happens, etc. And the, the, that is not the cause, that is just a reaction. That is a symptom, yeah. So the, do they come and not know that they've had trauma? Yes. Like, will a conscious mind have Sometimes blocked it? Sometimes can be, yes. Yeah, because is, keep them safe. Which is why you're really not That's paying why much attention to what the... No. So getting to that is... Um, they may not know about all the instances, but yeah, if we're working on the symptom, that's not good either. What I want is the outcome of why they're here. And if the symptom was you had a runny nose, you know, that's I just, bad sinuses, just bad to bring that sinuses up. <laughs> for, then I would address it through that, but I would want to come to the outcome, outcome of finding what causes that and then addressing everything around it. Now, you say, well, how do you know that? Because, the see, the conscious mind will always say something like, um, I have this because, and I know it's because I do this or I do that. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with it. But we, our conscious minds need that rational, otherwise we go crazy. We need a rational excuse. I smoke because it calms me, which usually isn't really accurate because you can get this, you know, they breathe and they take a time out, right? while they smoke but that's what they equate to being calm and it's not wrong it just isn't necessarily how it works so you go back and you don't need to know everything but you're going to address everything to get that outcome you're not going to address just the symptom that they're saying is caused by thus well because as, as you mentioned in the first show the conscious what we consider the conscious mind and who knows what all of this stuff means it's just it's the conscious mind making constructs could be all wrong but from experience, what you know is the conscious mind, this, this is the thing that you're probably listening to the show with, the thing that you're analyzing the show, saying, well, I don't like his voice, her voice is nicer, and on and all that stuff, <laughs> is, it has very little control. I thinking this is all bullshit. Well, that too, and they could be right. <laughs> like, the it has very little control over how your life unfolds. What drives you is the emotion. Um, there's a big emotional part of you that drives you, and that emotional part can cause Fear can cause anger, can cause dis-ease, can cause all. And so what you go after, you don't really care what the, the, the um, no. symptom is. Or that's even a, that's what, a the, mind. what the disorder supposedly is. And because if you have fear when something happens or if you're angry when something happens, your conscious mind needs a narrative. Mm -hmm. It can't just have an emotion. It has to have an, an explanation. So that's why we don't pay much, you don't pay much attention. I don't, but I also make it understood by the client why I'm not paying it much attention. I educate them. It's not as if I'm just ignoring them. I don't want to do that and make them think that, well, she thinks I'm full of it. Mm -hmm. That's not it. That isn't because it at real. all. It's, it's very real. My issue is real. It, it's it, always real. Now, so you, um, in a Simpson, the Simpson protocol, your type of hypnosis uses very deep states. Yes. Whatever that, again. Whatever be. that but, is. But there is a sort of a definition. The deeper you go, oh. and deeper, I'm using air quotes here. Because we have no other way of talking about it. 
it means that your conscious mind relaxes more and allows the rest of your... To do more work. The rest of you to do more work. Or accept more suggestion if it's positive suggestion right. that you want to have. Right. right. So you might think, you may say, well, if a client has a deep state, they're going to be very relaxed. The relaxation has nothing to do with it. It's just allowing more access to the rest of them, the whole part mm -hmm. of them. And you'll say in hypnosis, because um, I have read this, that there's parts. Yes. Again, constructs. I mean, parts of the person. Well, there is parts of the person. You can understand that, but uh, is let's say from my point of view as a woman, you're you're the mother. That part of you that's the mother, the, the part that's the cook. I'm <laughs> just I'm, to make it simple. Um, but there's parts of you that are going to be upset about this, or there's parts that will hold you back. There's actually parts of you that'll have, and and some of you may know this even that you will do some self punishment and i don't mean the i'm not talking about a range of people hurting themselves and all that kind of stuff but they'll say gee i was really not nice to that person yesterday and you'll get and you'll work yourself up guilty. into a guilty tizzy so that there's another part so it's very simple it's all part of you and they're all sometimes feel very separate and run separately underneath and Again, it's a construct, but what yes. you find, again, th this is, if you go to a, doc a doctor or a medical doctor surgery, they, when they open somebody up, they can see the sinews, they can see the skin, they yeah. can see the different levels, they can see the nerves, they can see the bones, and they and work I'd with that. I'd much rather do what I do and not see it. But they're not, Thanks. but in hypnosis, we're not dealing with the physical, we're dealing no. with the mind or consciousness, as science would say, and it's very hard to find that with the conscious mind, but you can find it sort of mind-to-mind -mind sort of thing. Mm -hmm. From experience, you get a great outcome when you do yes. it this way. So you made a video on um, recently on the biggest tool, if you will, in, in hypnosis. The biggest part of the work is the, is forgiveness work. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was actually after we did the show on Heal, right? On the show. Right. And I really liked what he had to say about forgiveness. And I, I mean, I say it slightly different in different words, but we all looking at the same thing. When you do forgiveness, it's setting yourself free. Nobody even knows you're doing it. Nobody, they don't need to know you're doing it. And it's about setting yourself free and not dragging them person around. So from personal experience, when I was, I did, I may have told you this before, I had raped at four, uh, four, 14, sorry. And if I hadn't addressed it, that'd be festering there all the time, right? But once the forgiveness is done and that person isn't being dragged around by me, I'm free. Are they free? I haven't got a clue and I don't really care at this point. doesn't mean you have to condone their behavior or anything. It's about totally... So if you watch that show, Heal, it's a really good thing. Yeah, what, something. yeah, I've got it right here somewhere. Anyway, we'll tell you. But watch it on Netflix and it's um, pretty interesting. There's some flaws, but we had already said that in the other program and nothing is perfect, but it's, very, it's a, a very good show. So. Most mostly, what he says is all like hypnosis, all hypnosis, self-hypnosis, all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Yes. Yes, you're forgiving somebody else, but really, that that person's irrelevant yes. to your process. Because what he's saying is, your it's your thoughts, your emotions, your everything that's actually keeping that there. So when you release or or do the forgiveness, you lose all that in a good way. <laughs> so for instance, if you were this is a small issue, you're driving to work. You're in a hurry, and the guy in front of you is doing silly things, like I'm just crazy, it's, and it blocks you, and you get so mad, so mad at this guy, and cuts you off or whatever. You go to the office or the work, and you're still mad and can't believe this guy 
And maybe That's your boss gives me. you boss gives you all kinds of grief because you're late and you're so mad. The guy in front of you didn't even see you. Listen, he's that bad. He never looks in the mirror. He didn't even know you were there. He's going on having a great day, probably. Yep. So why are you dragging that around? Now imagine if that is compounded over ten years or fifteen years. That that anger builds road into rage. all kinds of things. No, the anger builds into all yeah, kinds of things like all disease. Country, but the road rage builds into other stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So your life. job, uh, Inez's job, or most hypnotists' job, is just to get rid of that. Yeah. And But you might have to dig quite deep to do it. Well, sometimes, because people, if you do it consciously in its words, from the conscious level, it's mostly words. And it's getting that emotion involved. And that subconscious is emotion. When you're in deep and high emotion, you are in a natural state of hypnosis. I've been telling you that for a long time. So... When you can get the emotion up enough, the more it's there, the more you can release it easily. So when we can do it from hypnosis point of view instead of a, just a conscious way, it is much more better, as we say. More better. More better. Because mostly you're dealing with, I mean, people may think, well, hypnosis, you're dealing with all this airy, fairy, weird stuff. But actually, mostly you're just dealing with guilt, anger, shame, yep. um, and blame. Normal hypnosis. Yeah, that's right. Blame is just a big waste of time. But the trouble is we do it all the time. We're always... And after that, you need to take responsibility. Yes, this person did this. Da, 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 da. It's my responsibility for me to feel good, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to do the work in whatever way that is. But as you say, what we find from experience, what you find, you can't consciously allow do that because it's not at the conscious level no. all this is working. No, the conscious which is level why is it's great. Just the same way as you can't fix an organ. Well, you can actually, but let's just not go there. <laughs> Typically, with surgery, you cannot fix an organ from the outside. You have to go inside the fix. They still go inside, even laparoscopies or whatever. Right. It's, no, you could right now. You could do that mystical healing stuff. Oh no, no, but we're not talking about that. We're we're comparing it yes. to a medical venue. Right. Yes. Thank yes. you. So you have to go and actually do that. In the same way, to fix the emotional part, you go to the emotional part yeah. of the person, which is beyond deep past the conscious. We're not getting far down the list of what a session is about, She's are we? Because we keep... Away. <laughs> All right. So that is another part of I don't need to know who you need to forgive. In most classes or types of hypnosis or any sort of thing, they'll get you to focus on that, that person. The kind of hypnosis I do is run from inside your mind. You're leading the whole thing. So... You don't have to do anything with, with your conscious, but that higher part of your mind, just like, you know, the other part that was blaming you or saying you're, you're, you did that badly and all that. You also have a very incredible higher mind, right? right? So from that point of view, it knows exactly where to take you. And, and it takes, all I have to do is ask about it. And I don't need to know where it is. And it goes and it doesn't adjust things. Yes, the analogy being in terms of, well, what do you mean I've got parts of me that are affecting you is, let's say a gland mm -hmm. is not functioning properly and you may have a certain symptom, yes. a doctor will say, ah, that symptom means that gland isn't working. They're not yes. using the symptom as per se in terms of just what it yeah. allows them to see. Same way with you, it's okay, I'm gonna fix that mental uh, mind gland, if you will, to, to, <laughs> to make the symptom. You mean they're saying to themselves, I'm gonna fix it. Yeah. I'm just gonna lead you to where you need to fix it. So that's the whole thing, right? That's the whole thing and it's uh, break time. Yes. Okay, well, we'll see you on the other side.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and Martin and I are here, um, probably arguing most of the time as usual, but uh, we're now going to talk a little bit about what, Martin? Well, we've had a question from Steen Niels Muscher about whether the, <laughs> from Germany, whether the higher mind can fix him. Well, knowing him, no, sorry, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a trainer for Simpson Protocol. He's being he's awesome funny. Trainer. But yes, your higher mind definitely has fixing ability. So you always say you like the uh, the work, yes. unlike being a dentist or a, or a doctor yeah. where you're dealing with all that blood and guts and yeah, stuff, yeah, bad yeah. breath and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm not good at that. <laughs> the mind, because the mind has all kinds of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Don't just agree with me. You have to say something. Oh, no, I'm just agreeing. I was going to let you talk about the quantum because oh, you're okay. much so, better articulate about it. There was an article, good analogy of people talk about, well, the mind is, well, where is the mind? What is the mind? What is the subconscious? What is the superconscious that Inez has? And all these different things. And it's a bit like quantum theory. Now, I know zip about quantum theory because I'm not a physicist, etc. But what you do know about quantum is it's basically possibilities. Everything is open to possibilities. You don't know where the particle, what the people say, well, it's either a particle or a wave, surely, and the conscious mind can say, surely. Or it's a wavy particle or a particle wave. Like, you know, a photon, <laughs> it's got to be something. Actually, 
it's, it's nothing. nothing. It's nothing. It's just possibility mm -hmm. until you do uh, view it, until you look at it. So it's sort of like the mind, I would say from what you talk about, it's like the mind is that it offers infinite possibilities and probabilities, but you can narrow it down and say, okay, okay let's work on this PTS. Yeah, it's let's... about the focus then, right? Yeah, the focus and, and that brings it a reality. And that brings it to reality. So understand that that is really actually a pretty good, important little tidbit there because people think, um, hmm, how can this be real? All that. And, you know, I hate to tell you this, but your reality is only your reality. It's not everybody's reality. Well, yes, we are in a place. We all have the same idea of what a tree looks like. And how do I know how you see the same tree as I do? No. So we live in re what we consider reality. So when we work as a hypnotist, we move into your reality. Yeah. True? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was me just answering Steve Neil's motion. Okay. Radio. So where are we going after that? The So what you were saying also in the break was though that um, a person comes to you and they have some situation, mm -hmm. whatever it is, a, a, say disorder, a disruption in their mind, so which is producing some kind of symptom. Yes. And if they're, they'll work through it with mm -hmm. you. But then it's sort of, okay, that's gone. So that opens them up to, oh, I, new possibilities in their mind. They can find... Uh, new um, amazing adventures, oh, yes. if you will, in their mind. Yes, because as they become more aware, their possibilities become larger to them. The possibilities open up. There's more doors to open. But on the other hand, when someone is uh, in hypnosis and their reality is not great at the moment because mm. they're having a tough time, if you can switch that reality for them, they will continue to improve, right? Because yeah. now the possibilities and probabilities are back yeah, or into that to infinite place. place. Yeah. So, and you will tend to what you allow in a session with a person, if they'll work with mm -hmm. you, is allow the conscious to, to observe, wow, there is great pieces of me that are wonderful and there's yeah. great things happening. Mm -hmm. And it gives them the conscious even uh, After acceptance. After a client's been here, maybe not the first sessions, because some people will uh, think, gee, that was strange. <laughs> but most times it builds a real trust between them and their who they are, their mind, as they say, the higher mind and all that. And they start to trust it. So what does that do for the individual? Now they are empowered to move forward in all kinds of ways, right? That, that whole importance, everything I do in hypnosis is to empower the individual. Everything. So let's bring up some what-ifs that we get from in hypnosis. Yeah. So... A lot of people have, what if I lose control? What if I say something, secrets? What if I'm forced to do something by my, this hidden part of me to do something? <laughs> it's all you. You're not going to lose control. No. In fact, I would say from observation, you get more control. Yes. Rather than just having this random drive of emotion pushing you, yes. you get to work with it. It's just like when you're in a fight with somebody and your emotion's high, you're, are you in control at that time? Negative emotion isn't a, a time of being in self-control, is it? So it's very important to understand that you really essentially never lose control at any time unless you are in a state of high emotion. Could be bad. I can't think of anything off of my head of a good high emotion that would Love. make you that. Yeah, well, that's true. That's the biggest hypnosis ever. So... But all that. But what I was, you know, I keep having this thought that I need to tell you something. And then Martin goes on about something and then it's gone again. So when it comes back, I'm going to have to. Your, your higher mind will lead you to it. Yeah. Oh, 
That oh, I remember what it See? is now. So the thing is that when you come to me and I say, I give you this pre-talk and all this stuff, is the, what is the main thing I ask is that you're open to possibility. I don't care if you believe it. I don't have to believe in angels. and I don't, I don't ask anybody to believe in anything. But just be open to possibility that your mind can lead you where it needs to go. So I would say, in fact, that uh, after hypnosis session with you, it, I, a formal session where you're trying to work on something, you actually get more control yes. because you get to access things that are really important yeah. to you. All right, so here's, a, here's the big question. What about this thing called the abreaction that everybody Oh, you want to talk about abreactions. Do you know many hypnotists who do what, work? What, what is an abreaction? Oh, okay. I, I was going to get oh, to it. But I'm just going to say this for the hypnotists. I am not insulting anyone here, but many hypnotists are afraid of abreaction because they haven't been trained in it. So let's talk about what it is. What it is to me is a reaction. I don't think it's ab reaction. It's nothing unnormal. We do it in everyday life. You get upset with somebody and you start to cry or you do this. It's, and what it is when I like to have ab reactions because actually you're going to get that stuff out of your system. You've held it back and pushed it down, held it back, pushed it down, and so much that it's still churning in there just like it's in your computer when you put the thing down. What do you call that? The program. The window. <laughs> Whatever. It's still running there. And you just pop it up again when you need it or whatever. So it's just like that. But when you get rid of it, when you've let it out, that means that you've closed it down and actually deleted it. It's like saying if you have a virus running on a window and you just close the window on the computer, the virus is still running and it's going to keep running yeah, and do more exactly. and more damage. Exactly. And that's a – thank you, Martin. That's a great one. I know a great analogy. Yeah, I know yes, I know. So ab reactions to me are a gift. It means they're a gift for you and me because I, I know that you're on the way to having a good outcome. And seeing having A, experience them and seeing them in class, sometimes it will happen. Yeah. And at the person in the chair couldn't care less, typically. They're, no. they're, they're um, just in it letting go. In fact, why don't you to really scare them all? Why don't you tell me about the person that you were in New York State one time when there's a person that had a, quite a horrific. Uh, yeah, there's some pretty. But just the fact that they were happy. Anyway, I won't tell you the whole story no. about her because that's not no. my business. I cannot, I cannot divulge that. But what it was something very horrific is situations and experiences and. She just, I didn't have to put her in hypnosis to do this. And she just came as soon as it came out when she's talking to me. And she started to cry and scream and just really rant and, and everybody else. And I just let her go and I just, sure, get that out, get that out sort of thing and let her have it. And afterwards, she said, you know, that you're the first person that's ever let me get that out. Anywhere I go, I go to massage or anything. And, it, and the, any touch or anything brought up this stuff. And was considered an ab reaction, the crying and everything. But now you're the uh, you are the first person. Thank you so much for letting me get that out. So there, it's the hypnotists typically are a little bit concerned about it, but it's just an, another natural event. It's just like okay, if you have a boil, there's going to be pus. I mean, it's it's part of the deal. <laughs> I don't like that one, but it's good. <laughs> but it's, it's a good analogy, but I don't like it. Part of the thing. <laughs> but yeah, and after that, they it's the. the then they're in a relaxed state. Then they're because mm. now their mind can work properly. They don't have this emotion driving them. A yeah. hidden emotion driving them. And you know, there's sometimes people won't necessarily let that emotion totally go because, for example, do you mind? Do you mind if I use you? 
Oh, yeah, sure. Your experience? Yeah. So Martin has some anger sometimes at people or no, things. No, I don't. <laughs> but in the past, it was quite big anger. Like he would want to kill the guy who was going to drive in front of him and, and cut him off and all those things. That was anger. So what do we find, though, as you start to release that, he has a choice on how much of it he wants to release. Right, Martin? It's true. And part of I'm you thinks... I'm getting pretty angry now. <laughs> But sometimes, why do you think you needed the anger? Is it okay if I tell them? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Now, you said that you needed it because you needed it as a drive, because you believed you need that, that to drive you forward and get things done. And I said, well, eventually we sort of shifted that, and now he, not that he never gets angry. <laughs> but I never get crazy. anything done. <laughs> I know you get lots done. So uh, people will have illusions about what they need but it's their choice to all the time if they're going to let it go. I can't force them to do that. So, you know, I might have worked with it and we toned it down, we toned it down, we toned it down, and now it's feeling pretty good, right? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just razor edge here, just yeah. the razor edge we're oh, walking on. That's right. And it <laughs> So it's always the client's choice. I can't say abracadabra, it's all gone. You're going to make a choice. And see how much you're going to let to be gone. Uh, but remember, all this stuff we're talking about of, of working with emotions and working with your higher mind and allowing this to happen, from the client's point of view, they're not doing, they don't have to do anything. No, from the they conscious just, point of view. From the conscious point of view. They just sit there because and allow the it to happen. the other parts of them will do all the work. It's a very nice, easy <laughs> process. Yes, it is. And doesn't mean that they don't feel things. They will feel some things, but it's a lot easier than feeling it for life. Thanks very much. Going to see you on the other side of the break. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one -on -one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi, Inez Simpson back here, and welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And I thought I really should finish off that parts of a session. Let's oh, see, yes, you know, because we, we sort of, we get sidetracked on each part and go off. So uh, after the visit, when we get on terms and we become having rapport together to do the work, then um, we'll go to the contract. And you say, I have to sign a contract? No, well, I have to make a contract with you. And the contract is, are you willing to go into hypnosis? Because I can't make you go there. I need you desire to t- allow yourself to go there. So that's what I ask you. You tell me, yes, you could lie to me, but I could understand that. Then I could probably sense or feel it that if you, what you mean by that. And then I'd also ask you if you just want to let yourself go as deep as you can go. I'm not telling you to need to go anywhere. Just allow yourself to go where you need to go. So we, we say that and then say, are you willing to do some work here today? And if they go, maybe it's not the time. But if they say, sure, let's go, let's get it done. That is the attitude, right? We talk about what is the attitude for getting supporting hypnosis. So then we do that and we, we do what we call an induction, you know, the little ritual that allows you to go into that form of hypnosis. Uh, you sorry. want to say something about yeah, that? Yeah, just sorry, back to the pre-talk, the stuff you give them at the beginning yeah. is also about getting the client to go to come to the agreement with themselves mm-hmm. of yes, yes, let's get this it's done. Mostly with them. Yeah. And the and I, then after that, as you said, there's a contract and the inductions. Most of that stuff is ritual for the con, for the conscious mind to yeah, feel. It's a, because, you know, when you see those uh, instant inductions, people say, oh, that can't be possible. But it can. So if you wanted to do it, I'll, I'll sort of decide which ritual would be okay for you. And if you didn't like that ritual, you could do another one. But, it, you know, usually it doesn't matter which ritual we use. It's a ritual for you to allow that to happen. Yeah, it's sort of an excuse because you've already decided you're going to go into yeah. hypnosis, and so you will go, and it's just to give you an excuse yes. to do it. Yeah, And then we do all the work. We'll do the is, work, which is all is, the stuff we've yeah, been talking that about. We, the, yeah, most of the stuff we're talking about. And then we want to check. What we do at the beginning is we take what we call a SUDS, which is a subjective unit of distress, and it's used in everywhere to see how high your pain is or how this. So it's similar. We'll say it's similar. So, and afterwards, when we do this, we confirm to you that you no longer have that. And when that's confirmed, then the conscious says, well, that's weird. And it'll do all this chatter stuff. Well, where did that go? How come I don't feel that anymore? All that stuff. So they'll be saying, feeling, sensing, knowing, and it's knowing it's gone. Doesn't mean that the conscious, because it needs a rational reason, will not adjust and make the rational reason and i don't care if the person makes another rational reason for the change doesn't matter it's changed and if they want to use your rational reason go for it i'm not concerned and then they emerge because they're done yeah that's it but that is interesting with hypnosis and the conscious mind uh, the, the key thing you're tr- you're doing in hypnosis is to make sure they 
the conscious mind is aware that actually something happened. I was in something. Hypnosis. Yes, something. So it doesn't unwind at the yeah. end everything that happened. And it may not be their idea of what hypnosis is because they might have still those mis, you know, mis. No, yeah, the misconceptions. So let's say that hypnosis happens easily, comfortably, and they go, well, see, that, that, mean, that was kind of too easy. It can't be right. Yes, well, I think <laughs> that's also what you explain in the pre-talk is, is to get rid of the pre preconception of what, what yes. might or might not happen. It's going to be this easy. This easy. But you do still have clients that come because, well, actually, all hypnotists have clients that come because, let's say, um, they're scared of uh, heights or scared of going across a bridge or scared of outs um, what do you call it? agoraphobia being mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. and they do the session hypnotist never sees them again then sees them one day crossing a bridge or going wherever you know outside no problem yeah. and they hey how's it going all good i thought you used to have a thing about crossing bridges yeah but you know i had some tea and it all got better or just <laughs> yeah i don't care it, what it just went away that. they'll say it just went away it just went away and that's true because their mind just adjusted it so it could just float away and just Oops, sorry about that banging the microphone. But uh, uh, it's really that simple. If the mind wants to take that on, it's not me. Do you know, if I don't have to take, uh, oh, I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, I got you to let that go and all that, I don't accept that because it's your mind doing it. But I also don't have to take on the negative if you decide that it isn't well, not done completely or something. Usually if it's not done completely, it's like Martin not deciding he had to need to hang on to some of it. Anger. Anger. Yeah. So, you know, it's always you get the outcome that you want, really desire, not the con that you would, your conscious mind should have. There's no shoulds in hypnosis. But it's also interesting with the mind that how quickly we adapt is that they come with yeah. some big trauma, whatever, some big symptom. Mm -hmm. The symptom goes away because you work on, on the cause. Mm -hmm. And a day later, it's like it was, it was never no, there. There's, it's because the new you, thing. It's the new person. The mind already, adjusts. The mind adjusts. Heals faster than Now the skin. their family and people around them yeah. may notice a big difference, but the person themselves may not because they've already become that new person. And it's as if it never was. That's right. Right? It's not even like if you cut your hand or something, you might get scar tissue, but in, in the mind, there's probably nothing. It's just, oh, yeah. no, it was never there. It's good. This yeah. is how I am. Well, this is the new, the, it's me. This is me. Yeah. But there's, uh, I think we sort of, what I really wanted to thank everybody for too on, on listeners here to Hypnosis Everywhere is that thank you so much. Uh, we've had, we are now in many countries, maybe 24, 25, I'm not sure. And we have so many listenings that it's great. Yeah? Mm -hmm. We're very close to 100,000, right? Yeah, so please so, keep sending so the donations. So send us those next few ones so we get over 100,000, thanks. And all those questions and stuff, it's great to, yes. to, to give you yeah. ideas and concepts. Yeah. Um, so usually at the end you want to give them uh, the, oh, the audience, something. something they can work on. And we say it a lot, but just as in that uh, forgiveness is all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So you can allow yourself to do that. Yeah, and many, well, many of them are using the self-hypnosis right. thing. So, because we've had a great, you know, a lot of people yes. have joined it, right? So even if you wanted to just let go of things, you know, I say to people who are now feeling much better, and I said, if you want to stay feeling better instead of things becoming, because life happens, life will continue to happen. But it's a good little ritual to go before you go to bed. You say, I forgive myself for anyone I intentionally or unintentionally hurt. And... 
I've uh, likewise, I forgive anyone who in, hurt me intentionally or unintentionally. Mm -hmm. And you, you just keep the slate clean. The hardest part, of course, is forgiving yourself because that's yes, a hard thing. always. But the, on um, I think on the show page it has a self a link to the self hypnosis free self hypnosis site that Inez has, mm -hmm. and you don't have to go in there and do lots of work. You just have to listen to the download yeah. one of them, listen to it on your MP3 player, and just listen to it. You don't have because you're it basically allows the rest of your mind to start doing work and keep the conscious out of the way. You know the first um, first, module, first module, yeah. Module, yeah is about your ego strengthening, which means not the ego that's like, I'm really great. No, you know, there's none of that. I'm talking about the ego that's part of you. And you need the ego. So, but that will address things. From, I had a client very long ago now, very long ago, and she had um, a very big issue. And when she drove to the office, someone had to drive her because she didn't have so much anxiety. To drive but it was addressed to the other issue and she knew right. this so when she came the first thing i did with her was teach her self-hypnosis so she could this was even before i did simpson protocol so i gave her that first module and she was so motivated that she must i didn't say you have to listen to this every day or at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> you know in no direction just saying the more you listen in the better it is so she, I don't know how many times she did it, but when she came the next week, she drove herself to the office. Because just like the body is a healing machine, and most mm -hmm. of the medical profession is just to get stuff out of the way so the body can heal, the medical profession mm -hmm. doesn't heal. It's the same with the mind. It's a healing. It knows what what the best outcome, the best uh, outcomes for you. Mm -hmm. Self hypnosis allows sort of to take the viruses away. And the bad, yeah. you know, the conscious just relaxes and that allows the mind to work. So it's self healing and okay. self hypnosis. Okay, I still got lots more to say, but I guess I only have a minute left and I want to tell you who's going to be on the show next well, you week. Have, I tell you what, we'll give you a show next week where you can say more <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so next week, my guest is uh, the trainer from Belgium who teaches SP, which is Simpson Protocol. And a very smart guy, yes. intellectual in terms of how he, he, he makes sure. all this, puts it all together. So you guys will have a more articulate person than me probably next week because he is very oriented yeah. in that. He's excellent. Yes. So that's Christophe Dirks, and he lives in Belgium, and we will be talking to him next week. And then after that, next the one after that, we're talking to Gabby. And when I talk to you we'll about Heal... She's one that talks the talk, walks the walk. And I have to say goodbye now. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 